0: Welcome to Not Another Teen Drama, a podcast where we analyze the evolution of teen shows from the 90s until today. We're your hosts, Amy
1: and Gina, and we're on a quest to watch the pilot episode of every teen drama.
0: Today we made it to the year 2012, and we will be discussing the pilot episode of Bunheads.
1: Bunheads premiered on June 11, 2012 on ABC Family and ran for one season. It is described as Michelle, a Las Vegas showgirl, marries a man on a whim and moves to his sleepy coastal town where she winds up working alongside her mother-in-law at her dance school. Nice. Yeah, that that pretty much sums up the show pretty, pretty well, I'd say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the show before?
1: I have. I have watched the entire first season, um, or the entire only season, I guess. I watched it a couple years ago now, I guess. I don't know. I watched on Hulu um, after I watched Gilmore Girls, because this is like Amy Sherman Palladino's next show after Gilmore Girls, so I just kind of watched those back-to-back.
0: It does have some Gilmore Girl vibes. Like it has, town. like, half
1: of the same yeah. actors as well.
0: <laughs> I guess, yeah, they like to work together, I guess. Yeah. That's good. Um, I actually watched the pilot, I think, when it was airing. Um, and then there's, like, a plot twist at the end of the pilot. And then I was so shocked that I didn't want to keep watching.
1: <laughs> oh, no! Oh yeah i i remember i guess i don't know when make it or break it premiered i don't remember what year 2010 maybe but i remember make it or break it and bunheads being on at the same time and my allegiance was to make it or break it so i could not watch bunheads which looking back i'm like i don't know why in my head there was like such a dichotomy but i felt strongly that i had to watch the gymnastics show and i could not watch the dance ballet show
0: ballet versus gymnastics I feel like that was me as a kid cuz I did I did gymnastics like when I was really little and then I decided to do ballet and then I went back to gymnastics <laughs> so.
1: I did ballet as well before I did gymnastics and then I stuck to gymnastics and then I also did ballet during gymnastics as part of like gymnastics practice they like hired a dance teacher to like oh, teach us ballet to
0: some- so that oh, we have to could dance yeah
1: so Mm -hmm. we could learn like the basics of dance so that we could have better uh dance in our floor routines did it work for me not really i'm not a very like i don't know i don't think i'm that coordinated in that way so dance was never my strong suit but i did attempt so it is notable that Kelly Bishop is also in this show. She was in um, *Gilmore Girls* as well, uh, and she in the in Bunhead, She's a ballet teacher, but Kelly Bishop won a Tony Award for being in a chorus line on Broadway.
0: Oh, um, so she in is, her like she is like a dancer.
1: Yeah, so she's a dancer as well like the actress is trained so um yeah i don't nothing about a chorus line or not much about broadway at all um but i guess her character was called sheila and she sang the song at the ballet about her childhood love of ballet so very topical for her to be a ballet teacher in bunheads right um but yeah, it's exciting that she has a Tony.
0: Good for her. That is. Um I mean Sutton Foster is also a big Broadway star. And she was in a thoroughly modern mid- millie and anything goes, I think. Um and then I guess she decided to switch into TV acting. 'Cause Right. Yeah. Now she's been in quite a few T V shows, but She's in younger,
1: right? I haven't watched that, but I heard it's good.
0: Yeah, I think it's it was pretty popular. It got quite a few seasons. So. I mean, more than Bunhead, so. Rip. Unfortunate. <laughs> I guess
1: let's get into the character breakdown now, and then we can get into the episodes. Um, okay, so our main character, we have Michelle Sims, um, played by Sutton Foster. She is the showgirl. In the description uh she's a trained dancer and her life kind of got uh i don't know off-roaded um instead of Band. going the traditional dance mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it, instead of going the traditional like dance route she ended up in vegas being a showgirl and she thought it'd be temporary but she you know ended up getting stuck in vegas um and her attempts to get back into broadway have not been successful Um, And then we have Hubble Flowers, played by Alan Ruck, Um, and he is a longtime admirer of Michelle. He comes to her shows, gives her flowers, big gifts, brings her out to dinner, yada yada. Michelle's not super interested, but she lets him buy her things, because why not? You know? If a man wants
0: to woo you, let him woo you. I mean, I guess it is kind of rude to refuse a gift if he's, like, standing there. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And this actor, he's uh from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Another movie I haven't seen. Uh, oh, um, I don't know it came out in like the eighties <laughs> or something. But yeah, I recognized him. I was like, oh, that's the friend, um, Matthew Broderick's friend. Isn't Matthew Broderick?
1: I will believe anything you say. You could have said that it was Nicolas Cage in that movie, and I would have believed you. So, I don't know uh then we have fanny flowers played by kelly bishop who is hubble's mom also the owner of a dance studio and ballet teacher and she used to be a ballerina herself and now teaches ballet uh then we have the ballerinas uh we have sasha torres played by julia Goldani tellez she's kind of like the star ballerina She's the one she has the very like typical ballerina body, very you know long limbs, very slim. all the other girls are kind of like, "Oh, like Sasha's the best dancer um, and she knows she's good, but it doesn't seem like she enjoys dance as some of the as much as some of the other girls, yeah, so
0: she kind of has like a haughty uh, attitude she's like, cold. yeah, she's like. Hot and cold, yes.
1: Yeah, and she like doesn't like, I, like. It seems like all the dance moves come naturally to her. So since she doesn't have to try, she doesn't like care that much. So that comes with the attitude. Um, then we have Boo Jordan, played by Caitlin Jenkins, and she really wants like she really enjoys dance and wants to be really good, but she doesn't have the body type that most like dancers like look for or, like ballet teachers look for so she's really insecure about that even though she is very talented in dance sometimes it doesn't translate the way she wants it to um then we have Ginny Thompson played by Bailey DeYoung and she also enjoys dance but she kind of is more realistic she knows that she's going to end up selling real estate like her mom and she's not going to be a professional dancer and she complains about how big her boobs are and it's like hard to like dance with them uh which is a problem i cannot relate (laughs) to but i do sympathize
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i guess especially for ballet must be hard
1: right yeah Uh, And finally, we have Melanie Siegel, played by Emma Duant, and she is the, she's kind of like the ditzy friend, you know, she's a little bit slower than the other girls, um, but she um, also, she's very tall and has long limbs like Sasha, um, but I feel like they don't really talk about her dancing as much, she's just, she's more of like the comic relief of the friends.
0: (laughs) I guess she's more like average. Not not too much to say about her dancing, I guess.
1: Uh, and then we have Truly Stone, played by Stacey Aristano. She owns like a clothing store in the town. She makes her own clothes. She used to date Hubble and is still very much in love with him. So she does not like Michelle. Um, and then we have Talia, played by Angelina McCoy, who is Michelle's friend in Vegas um, and is kind of obsessed with her and Hubble, because it's very nice to have a man buying you gifts. Um, so, yeah, that's everyone. The cast is not too big in this one so far.
0: Yeah. And this one is interesting because it's, it's kind of like a family drama where there's teenagers, but there's also, like, older generations. And then it, it like, focuses on different people's problems and stuff.
1: Yeah, the main character is Michelle, who's 25, so it's, like... I think she's the main 35. <laughs> oh, 35. Yeah, yeah, That makes way more sense. Didn't she say she was 25? Was she joking?
0: Um, I don't remember when she said that, but I'm pretty sure she's supposed to be, like, 35. Because she's, oh, okay. like, been that in Vegas for, like, sense. eight years already or something, and, like, she oh, okay, okay, went okay, to okay. dance school stuff, so...
1: That makes more sense. I thought she said twenty five, and I was like, okay, I guess.
0: A Bit early sure. for like, uh, you know, crisis. Yeah, I know. Crisis. I was like, I'm twenty five. <laughs>
1: Should I be doing something? Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, the the main character is an adult rather than a teen in this one. But we do get a lot of the like teen drama throughout the show. Mm. Um, once we get more into, because I think the show is like eighteen episodes or something. Like once we get into it more, there is more like teen-focused drama. But in the pilot, we rarely even see the teens. Um, so we watched two episodes. Right. What a, it's a special
0: yeah. occasion here. <laughs> yes, yeah, a special, a special episode. We're gonna, yeah, we're just gonna briefly cover the pilot because pilot just like sets up the rest of the season.
1: So, yeah, basically, Michelle is a showgirl in Vegas, she auditions for Broadway, she doesn't get it, Hubble comes to see her, he proposes, she says yes, ends up going back to Paradise, California, which is a coastal city in SoCal somewhere, off the coast of LA, I think.
0: I know, it's supposed like, to be, well, they said it's next to, near Ojai, which is a bit inland, um, and then they talk about Oxnard as well, which oh, okay. is a which is like a city maybe like an hour north of LA. Um, okay. it's like between Santa Barbara and LA. Um so I guess okay, it they- was somewhere between it, it kind of looked like Santa Barbara, but it was like a smaller town. So I think it's somewhere Yeah. They the do area. go to
1: LA at one point in the show. I'm pretty sure. So it has. It's yeah. It's somewhere probably in between Santa Barbara and LA. But it is on the coast. They do have a coastal view. Yeah. From their house.
0: Pretty amazing. Um.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, Michelle ends up back in paradise with Hubble. Everyone's a little bit skeptical, especially Hubble's mom, who didn't get to be at the wedding. So she's a little bit mean about it. Like Uh, imagine
0: your son is like, I went to Vegas, then I got married (laughs) to a performer. Now she's gonna live with us. (laughs) I'd be like, oh, there's all these like
1: rumors that she's a stripper and she's from Reno or Tahoe or
0: like rumors spread so quickly in this town. Like, yeah, so funny.
1: And Fanny is Hubble's mom, and she's a Buddhist and very like eclectic. So the whole house just kind of has like knickknacks and things strewn about. And Michelle is very overwhelmed and she's very surprised that he lives with his mom cuz he did not tell her that. Right.
0: And Hubble's like I forgot how old they said like 46 or something. So, it is like 48, a
1: 48 I think.
0: Yeah, so it's like a bit surprising that he still lives with his mom. But he owns a house. So, it's right. it's his house and so I guess the mom lives with him.
1: But, right. Yeah. It's a Pete Davidson situation. Right. <laughs> uh Yeah, and then Basically, the first episode is just kind of like Michelle meeting all of the characters in Paradise. So we have Fanny, who she doesn't get along with. Then we have Truly, who is still in love with Hubble. So she hates Michelle. Um, And then she meets the girls briefly. And they're, they kind of like take a liking to her because they're like, oh, like a new person. But they're also kind of like... What are you doing here? <laughs> like why why are why are you dating Hubble? That's weird. Like what's going on? Or why are you married to him? Mm-hmm. That's that's strange. Um Yeah, and then finally at the end, Michelle and Fanny bond and they dance in the bar and then Hubble tragically dies.
0: Yeah. Th- that's the that's a twist ending that Made me upset when I watched it like 10 years ago. I was like, because like, like before this, like, you know that Michelle doesn't love Hubble, but then they have like a moment and then like he, he like really cares about her and he's like really nice to her. And then she's like, oh, like I could like start to love him. And then he dies. (laughs) I was like, what? Yeah. Also,
1: I didn't look up what the age difference between Alan ruck and um Sutton Foster is, but the age difference looks very stark in the show like he looks a lot older than her,
0: yeah he, I mean she
1: he's supposed to be twelve years older than her. he is so
0: yeah he Alan ruck is sixty five now, and um that wait that means Foster? he was fifty
1: five when this show came out.
0: And Sutton Foster is 46, so there's, like, a 20-year-age difference.
1: That's pretty big.
0: Yeah. I guess in the show it's, like, like, smaller, but, like, yeah, in real life it's pretty big. Yeah, because when when she said he was 46, I thought he was older. Same. I thought he was, like, 55 or something. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And then uh, Kelly Bishop is, like, only slightly older than Alan Ruck, I think, so. She's, like, not actually old enough to play his mom, like, Mm. in real life. Like, their age difference in real life isn't big enough, but obviously they have to age up the woman and age down the man.
0: I know, but I was, like, so, I was so surprised that they killed him. Um, but... Yeah. I guess it just sets up the plot for, like, everything else to happen. Like, it, it's like a plot device to get her from Vegas to paradise.
1: Right. Yeah. It has, there has to be, like, a reason. It's very, like, Heart of Dixie, like, fish out of water, like, the big city girl, like, comes to a small town, and there has to be, like, a reason for them to get there, and in this one, it just happens to be a dead husband, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) Which
1: is, um, I mean, it is a kind of nice change of pace that no one's parent dies. Right. It is a son and a husband, which is also tragic, but... It is slightly different than our other deaths of teen dramas. That's true.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's not a mom this time. So, yeah, the mom is still alive. Surprising.
1: Yes, and she's a single mom. There's no dad in the picture for Hubble, so it's just like Fanny was the single parent. Yes. Mm -hmm. Raising him. Uh, Yeah, and then Michelle... I guess, like, at the end of the episode is literally we just hear about the car accident, so then we don't really know what's happening next until we get into episode two. So, should we get into yeah, that? Yeah,
0: let's just get right into episode two. <laughs> um, Asha and Melanie are sitting on the bleachers avoiding P.E. and talking. Fanny ge- gave them notes to get out of P.E. so they don't get injured. Jenny joins them and tells them that Hubble died. Meanwhile, Fanny wants to plan the memorial service for Hubble, and Michelle is overwhelmed. Truly brings a casserole to Fanny's house and blames Michelle for Hubble's death.
1: Rough. I found this relatable because I also didn't take P.E., and I had a a note, uh, well, I had a doctor's note, but I got out of it because I was in gymnastics, so... Oh. I took study hall. I didn't have to sit on the bleachers and watch everyone run around, but I just got to do my homework <laughs> instead of do p e. so yeah, I get it. I found that believable at
0: least. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. I mean, yeah, if you exercise a lot outside of class, you kind of don't need p e maybe. yeah, yeah. I took um band p e <laughs> in high school because I was in marching band, so then during marching band season. We didn't go to P.E. We would go to, like, marching band,
1: like, Mm. in the day. So,
0: like, we would do different things, like, go either, like, go practice marching or, like, practice our instruments or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, so the rumor basically is going around. I guess this is the next morning from...
0: Yeah. Like... So, like, the end of the, the... Yeah, the first episode is just, like, we see, um, truly, like, upset with the policeman and telling Fanny and Michelle... There's been an accident, but now we know right like, he he died right. very unfortunate he he was like out looking for them
1: right And then
0: he like died in a car crash. I was like that's very is, unfortunate
1: is it's confusing though because the town is so small it seems walkable so because like they're at a bar in town. So right. I feel like they walked there. So why was he driving?
0: know <laughs> where they went. So I guess you you thought driving around would be faster.
1: Oh, that's true. That's true, I guess. Well, they need to fix that curve then because it's a death trap, literally.
0: Yeah, they say say that they were, like, petitioning to get a stop sign put in and then it never happened. So this is just, like, um, 13 Reasons Why or something, you know.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: You need to follow traffic laws or else.
1: California needs to get it together.
0: We are in California yet again. We've been in California for a a while now. In our shows. But now we're in SoCal, I guess.
1: Yeah, that is true. Went from San Francisco to Paradise. Which we should say, Paradise, California is a real town, but it is not a real town in SoCal. Right. The real Paradise is in NorCal, so... Yeah. They're stealing. They
0: stole the from name. From us once again.
1: <laughs> but yeah, Paradise, California is in, like, oops, the, like, northern, like, Sonoma area, I think-ish? Or Sacramento area? It's, like, yeah, north. Yeah, it's,
0: like, north. A bit of Bay, a bay mm-hmm. area.
1: Um, where, like, the, there was the big, like, fires in Paradise a few years ago. Right. Um, so that's, like, it's in fire territory. Yeah. Up there. Now it seems like the all of California
0: is just territory i don't know fair
1: enough fair enough but yeah it's just very woodsy area um but yeah this one is on the beach so no fires in sight as far as we know
0: hopefully um yeah and then fanny is just like throwing herself into planning this memorial like she like wakes up the next day and then she's just like ready to plan it and she she hasn't really processed that her son just died yeah sad
1: and she like wants like she's buddhist so she's trying to plan like a buddhist ceremony um even though hubble wasn't buddhist and she wants it to be very big and elaborate and she's trying to find like a big tent that can fit everyone under, and but she doesn't want, like, a white tent. She wants, like, a pink tent, and she's very, you know, eclectic, so she wants, like, that, wants the celebration of life for Hubble to, like, match that, but it's just a lot. Yeah,
0: and then her plans keep getting bigger. Like, she wants the the Dalai Lama to come to the ceremony. I'm like, okay, (laughs)
1: She'd... And at one point, they mentioned, like, an aircraft carrier being part of the, like, celebration.
0: Yeah. She's, like, was, inviting, like, okay. like, 500 people. It's, like, a huge thing.
1: Which is, like, normally you don't, like, have, like, invitations to, like, funerals. It's just kind of, like, yeah, whoever wants post to the come. obituary yeah. and then people just come who knew All him. Right. So she wants it to be, like, a a real thing. Um but, like, Michelle's trying to help, but Faye doesn't want her to, and Truly is trying to help as well, um, but Truly does not like Michelle, so.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is a very weird situation. You know, like, Michelle is his wife, but, like, they've known each other for, I mean, they've only been married for, like, 24 hours and she doesn't even know him very well. And, like, I don't know what to do in that situation
1: like i feel like you have like you have an obligation to stay you know like for the memorial and stuff like that like if you just like dipped then it'd be kind of like okay, you didn't care about him at all, but it's not really your place to plan the ceremony. So, like, I feel like Michelle's doing her best by, like, sticking around and trying to be helpful, but also not trying to overstep her bounds by, like, trying to take the lead. So, I think she's doing as, like, I feel like she's doing what probably somewhere I would be as well, because, I don't know, it is difficult to know what to do, especially with, like, the whole town is against you a little bit.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah, we saw in the last episode, like, Hubble was the only one who kind of stood up for her. Right. And then, so now she doesn't really have any allies. I mean, I feel like that's always the trope in these shows, like, the small town. They don't like outsiders, but eventually they'll warm up to you.
1: Right. Because I think the, like... There has to, because normally the outsider will come in and be like, they like, she learns that there's no movie theater in the town. She's like, there's no movie theater. What do you guys do? And they're like, we just like stare out the window. And sometimes we go to the library and read and it's like, oh, this town is so boring. And like, once the main character like gets over the initial like shock of being in a small town, then they start to like warm up to it, which I feel like. I've always, like, I watched Heart of Dixie, I watched Gilmore Girls, you know, Bunheads, like, all these shows kind of idealize the small town, and I feel like I, like, it makes me want to just, like, go live in a small town and, like, have no worries and just chill, and there's, like, no traffic and no, like, sirens and like there's like it's like very quiet and like sleepy but I imagine if I ever like did go to a small town like this I would just be so bored
0: I know it makes yeah these shows always make me want to go live like in some small town in the south or something but I think yeah in actuality it wouldn't be that great (laughs) right yeah you would have to you would have to really like the people I think you know
1: yeah, and unfortunately, like, it's not going to be, like, a quirky, like, ragtag group of fun people. It's going to be, like, annoying old people that yell at you or something. Like right.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sasha gets boo out of Spanish class, and the girls ditch school to go see a movie. They are 20 minutes late for dance class, but Fanny doesn't show up anyway. Fanny plans a memorial with her friends and declines Michelle's offer of help. Truly cleans Fanny's house, and then Michelle goes on a walk. Talia calls Michelle, and she tells her everything that happened. Talia thinks Michelle is cursed.
0: So Sasha, Sasha tells the teacher that since their dance teacher's son died, they're going to go comfort her or something.
1: They, she says that, like Hubble died, and Boo doesn't know. So she thinks like hearing the news from them would be better than like hearing it from like the rumor mill basically. And so she lets like Boo leave the class for like Sasha to tell her that Hubble died, but then they just ditch instead.
0: Oh. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, and they go see a Mark Wahlberg movie. So, I don't even know what movie that's referencing.
0: Oh. <laughs> they say- name I forgot what it was, though. It's like, Independence Day or something. That's a movie. I don't know if it has Mal- Mark Wahlberg in it, though. Yeah, um, I don't
1: know. But some action movie, basically. Yeah. And
0: Yeah, so the girls, they don't really know Hubble, right? They just know him as, like, so. Fanny's son.
1: Yeah.
0: They're not too upset about the death. So they are kind of upset for Fanny.
1: Yeah, I Like, they I feel think, bad for Fanny. Yeah, they, they, they don't really know how to feel, I think. Because they are late for dance class and, like, Boo is like, we're all going to hell, we're all going to hell. And I was like, girl, like, calm down. Like, I don't think showing up late for dance classes is, like, a sin. Like, you're okay. Like, she's, like, freaking out, and she doesn't want to disappoint Fanny.
0: I think she feels bad because, like, they went to go see a movie when they should be feeling sad. I think that's why she
1: oh, that's why they're going to hell, not because they're late. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that is a sin, actually, boo. I'm just joking. But, <laughs> yeah, no, I under...
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, No, that makes sense. Because, like, I mean, grief is, like, tricky. Like, even if it's not... Even if the person that dies you weren't particularly close with, like, knowing someone that was close with that person is, like, still, like, something you have to, like, deal, like, deal with. You have to deal with your feelings with that. Right. And it, you can... I don't think there's, like, right or wrong ways to deal with grief, but, you know, sometimes in the moment you're like, oh, I just want to, like, feel good, so I'm going to see a movie, and then afterwards you're like, oh, wait, I should have been crying on the ground, which, like, isn't necessarily true, but those feelings make sense. Like, you're like, oh, Fanny was probably crying in her house and I was seeing a movie, like, that's so, like, rude of me to do when it's, like... Not really, but I understand the feeling there.
0: Right. Yeah. There's no one way to grieve. It's like Yeah. And then Michelle once again is kind of she doesn't know what to do. Like truly's like, I got the house and Fanny's like, I got the memorial. Like you don't have to do anything. So then she goes on a walk and like a random man is like, Take my dog on a walk (laughs) so she like takes his dog. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and she, like, offers bagels to all of the ladies, like, Fanny and her friends, and they're like, no one eats carbs anymore, and I was like, what is going on?
0: Like, when did people stop eating carbs?
1: Like, people, like, say that multiple times, and I was like, I don't understand the joke here. Like,
0: I don't know. I guess so. I don't know. I guess in, like, this time... Are like the two thousand. Was the low carb diet like, like in? Yeah, I feel like it,
1: like like lettuce wraps, and like-, like Mean
0: Girls. <laughs> she was like, oh, like afraid of carbs, or like she didn't want to eat carbs. Well, that's
1: like two thousand four, though. Yeah, like,
0: it might still be the same. Like people okay. are still like afraid of carbs.
1: Maybe. I mean, I don't know. A bagel sounds real good right now, but
0: Ooh, bagels are good. I feel like people aren't so much like that anymore. I mean I guess there's the what is it? Keto? Keto Keto's like no carbs, right? I don't but know. I feel like I've nowadays people are more educated and they're like, Oh, you need carbs. <laughs> so like don't be afraid of carbs.
1: Yeah, and then Talia calls her and is like, Girl, what's up? And she's like, Well, long story short, I married Hubble and then he died. <laughs> And then Talia's like, girl, uh, you're cursed. What's going on? <laughs> and Michelle says, thanks, Talia. and hangs up. And that's, like, the end of that. It's
0: such a ridiculous situation. You know, like, your friend goes and decides to get, like, married to this random guy. And then suddenly he dies. <laughs> like, what? And you're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Talia's like, you have the worst luck with men. <laughs> like like finally, like this yeah. nice guy decides to like he wants to marry you and then oh, he's dead. Yikes.
1: Yeah, and now she's just in in this town, you know? And it's like I don't know, I don't think anyone would blame her for leaving, but also Yeah, it's like a tricky situation.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, if, like, the last 24 hours didn't happen and, like, Hubble died, like, her life wouldn't be any different, you know?
1: Right. Because,
0: like, she saw him, like, whenever he watched her show and, like, brought her flowers, but she didn't really have, like, a real relationship with him.
1: Right. But she did, yeah, since the last 24 hours, she did bond with Fanny, so I feel like she feels like a responsibility to take care of her almost. Yeah. Now, because she is the
0: daughter-in-law, right? It's like, yeah, by name, it's it's pretty big, you know. Like she was his wife. I'm like,
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah, and before, like Michelle's like in the kitchen. Talia's, like cleaning, or not Talia's cleaning. Uh, Truly's like cleaning the kitchen, and uh. Fanny walks in. She's, like, on the phone trying to get the Dalai Lama or something. And, like, Truly is, like, Fanny, I just wanted to be your daughter. Like, I always wanted to call you mom. Like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, Fanny's, like, well, you can still call me mom. They're, like, having this, like, bonding moment. And Michelle's, like, I'm still here, you know? Like, <laughs> I know you don't like me very much, but I technically am the daughter-in-law. So, right. uh, you know, um, yeah, and I, I think like truly's character develops more, but like at this point, it's just like she's been hung up on like a decade old romance with Hubble. I mean, you don't, I don't think they say how long ago they broke up, but like it seems like it was a while ago. Yeah. And she's like still hung up on him. And it's like, well, obviously he didn't love you truly, so sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, gotta move on. Shell goes to the bar and talks to the bartender, Rico. She starts getting calls about the memorial from sitar players and caterers, but has no idea what to do. Fanny's friend asks for her input on making a nude sculpture of Hubble for the memorial. Michelle interrupts Fanny's 16-hour meditative silence to get help with all the calls she's getting. Fanny says she'll handle it, but she obviously can't manage it. She says her heart is broken forever.
1: Yeah, Fanny's just, like, very overwhelmed because she wants it to be the best celebration, but, like, you can only, like, halt your grief for so long. And so she, like, I guess gives all of the contacts, like, Michelle's phone number, and then goes into her meditative silence.
0: Yeah, and it seems like she's trying to, like, delay the memorial. Because she's like, oh, no, like, the caterer can't come till Friday or, like, you know.
1: If she can focus on logistics, then she doesn't have to, like, focus on the grief.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's, yeah. And then, and then she goes into her meditative silence and leaves all the calls to Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I don't remember Fanny's friend's name, but she's, like, a sculptor. Uh, and, like, I guess Fanny has to do a sculpture of Hubble, but she says she only does nude sculptures. So she needs Michelle's input, because Michelle... Has seen parts of Hubble that she has not seen.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's like, I only do sculptures if they're nude. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and this lady, she's also um kind of famous, the friend. Uh, ah. she was in she was in a little shop of horrors. she's um, she's like, oh, she's okay. like also a, a like Broadway singer. Yeah, her name's uh, Ellen Green. Yes, but odd, odd choice, having a nude sculpture. Of someone at their at memorial, memorial. Mm, I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, if it's a big event, why not?
0: Yeah, write in your will. You're like, I need to have a nude sculpture of me <laughs> at my memorial.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, we there was no will reading yet, so we don't know. Maybe Hubble, maybe Hubble wanted it. Yeah,
0: true. The girls are
1: still waiting in the dance studio but Sasha sneaks out and sees Fanny crying in her living room. She sees Michelle outside and yells at her for not doing anything. Michelle goes into the studio and has an idea. The girls are upset because they went to a movie instead of doing something for Fanny. Boo goes to see Fanny, and she realizes that she forgot about the dance class. Boo tells her that the sink is running in the studio, and she goes to see.
0: The girls are... Or, I guess, mostly Boo. Like, she feels bad for... Going to the movies, and then being late for a class. So, so she's like, "We're all gonna wait for Fanny." Like, I'm like, her like, Fanny's son just died. I don't think she's she's like planning on teaching a class.
1: <laughs> well, I th- I think the point of like Boo, like what Boo is trying to do is she's like, like if Fanny wants to teach class, I will be here to be in her class. And the rest of the girls are like, she's not coming. And then she's like, but if she does, I want to be here and we should all be here. And it's like, yeah, like, I, yeah, you know, eh." and, and they're all like sitting on the ground and Boos like actually doing like the exercises. They're like, no, we should leave. And she's like, no, I'm going to do my, like, I don't know, my like releves and my arabesques and whatever. And they're like okay boo you do whatever
0: yeah i think just like no one knows how to handle the situation it's like it's like uh yeah what's the right thing to do i don't know difficult um at this point it's been like hours like (laughs) they've been waiting for like hours so sasha goes out and she's like i'm gonna go get fanny you know like why are we waiting here um and then she, like, sees her crying. And she's like, oh. <laughs> and then goes to Michelle and tells her, like, we should do something. No one's doing anything.
1: Yeah. yeah and that's, like, Masasha is very good at, like, I feel like she's, like, very, like, suppressing her, like, emotions. And then as soon as she sees Fanny crying, she's like, oh, this is, like real mm-hmm. <laughs> so then she starts to feel bad
0: everyone is in the studio and they watch the dance michelle choreographed for fanny the girls dance for fanny and she loves it the girls asked michelle if they were good and she says they were but sasha asks if, if michelle is leaving now but michelle doesn't know fanny introduces michelle to hubble's friend jerry and jerry tells them that hubble left everything to michelle another sort of plot twist at the end there
1: yeah this this was like a really sweet moment where you know michelle choreographed a dance and it was kind of like a nice gesture because fanny's been so worried about the memorial i just kind of let her like sit and relax and enjoy something and it like made sense because the girls wanted to do something and Michelle wanted to do something and all of them know dance and Fanny loves dance. That was kind of like the perfect gift to her. Um, and I, en- I enjoyed watching it. So
0: yeah, it was it was very nice. The pretty ballet dance.
1: And I think the girls are like, are some of them are actually like, professional dancers. Like, of uh, you can tell, like obviously, like. I forget, what's her name, that plays Sasha, like, is trained, and, like, some of them you can tell are, like, actually trained in dance, and some of them are, like, actresses, I think. Maybe they're all trained in dance. I don't know. But, like, the dancing's, like, really good, is what I'm trying to say. It's not, like, actors that they gave, like, basic choreography. Like, it's legitimate, like, ballet.
0: Mm, Yeah. Yeah, That's nice. I guess, yeah, kind of similar to uh, Make It or Break It, where they had, like, actual gymnastics as well. I guess ABC family is like, you know, <laughs> getting actual yeah. gymnasts and actual dancers to be in their shows.
1: Uh, and you can tell the girls are like attached to Michelle at this point. Cause they're like, oh, well, you know, now that Hubble's gone, like, are you, <laughs> are you gone too? And you can tell Sasha's a little bit like sad to hear if Michelle's gonna leave. And I think, I think it was la- the first episode. Like Michelle like is talking to Fanny. She's like, "What's Sasha's deal? Like, what? Like, she doesn't seem like she likes dancing. Like, why is she there?" And, like, Fanny's like, "Oh yeah, she has all the talent, but no focus. Like, she doesn't really want to be there, but she has the abilities and the talent." And or, and Michelle says that that reminds her of when she was young. Like, she, you know, she was very talented and she was in a dance company and she went to ABT. I don't know if that's a real school or not, but that's where she did. American Ballet something? I don't know.
0: Um,
1: But, uh, you know, she, like, was really, really good, and then she lost her focus and ended up in Vegas. So, you know, there's they're kind of, like, drawing the parallels between Sasha and Michelle. Um, And it's, like, obvious that Sasha kind of needs, like, a mentor-type person, because they also allude to, like, her parents are having troubles, her parents are fighting her dad is supposedly gay but he doesn't come out yet so it's like you know yeah and hey. they think there's gonna be a divorce on the horizon
0: so yeah her mom's like rich and like a business lady so it doesn't pay very much attention to sasha um right and we haven't uh, michelle's family yet but i guess we can kind of assume that like she's not very close to her parents or anything because she doesn't you know, she doesn't contact anyone when she gets married, um, so she might have a similar right. background. Yeah, that's true. And this is a another plot twist at the end. Hubble left all of his property to Michelle, and of course, Michelle and Fanny both live in the same house. So, so now, so, yeah. like, Fanny is living in Michelle's house, which could be right. kind of awkward
1: yeah i guess yeah i guess so i guess his will probably said oh everything would go to his mom and then on the way back from vegas he called jerry and had it switched yeah so right because like even though michelle is his wife even if so if even though michelle was his wife if he hadn't changed it the will would have said fanny so then everything would have gone to fanny anyways even though he was married is that how it works
0: yes I think if you have a will like the will
1: would trump the marriage yeah
0: I think if you don't have okay. a will then it just goes to like next of kin or something but if you have a will right. then like they have to honor it
1: that was it we find out Michelle is the heir to the flowers fortune which is a dance studio at a, an eclectic home so good yes. for her
0: so, yeah so that's the new thing that's gonna tie her to the town like yeah yeah, now she has property. Mm, that's exciting.
1: That is true. California property at that. That is a hot commodity. Ew. And she's bonded with the girls, so... Yeah. You know. She, maybe she's found her true calling. Yes. So... Well, will you continue to watch? You got to episode two now. Like, will you go through all 18?
0: Um, I did like this show. Um, I think the writing is pretty good, actually. And... The acting's not bad. Um and it's kind of it's kind of a fun show. Like it's not too like you don't have to focus it's, that much to watch it. You know?
1: It's very quippy. Yeah. Like like at one point like Fanny is like, Michelle, you should be a, a an auctioneer. Like you talk so fast. They like it's it's the same as Gilmore girls. They're just constantly like flipping out jokes. Uh-huh. And, like, most of the, like, actual dialogue is just, like, dialogue. It's not, like, moving the plot along. You know, it's just, like, quips back and forth. Yeah, Um, true. So not too much happens, but there's a lot of talking. Um,
0: This one is also interesting because the girls, they look like they're, like, 16. Like, you know, in a lot of dramas, they look, like, older. But these ones... They like actually looked like they were like young, and they acted like they were young too.
1: They're also not dealing with like as adult issues because the adult issues are coming from the adults. So because it's like in like Nine Lives of Chloe King, they're like all the teens are trying to figure out like we're 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 getting attacked and we have to fight and like do all these things, and then in Bunheads they're like we went to a movie. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah i
1: know so it's like very like child problems uh-huh. which is like refreshing because a lot of times like they put really heavy problems on teens right. in like teen dramas so yeah
0: yeah so you know what so i might watch this light-hearted show for them it seems pretty fun i mean other than the yeah. first you know episode and the surprise yeah. ending you got
1: over the initial shock yeah i was like
0: what the <laughs> heck but no, now i'm like okay it's fine
1: so I You've come to terms with Hubble's death. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was sad.
1: Well, I, I, I mean, we can get into who's end game. I don't really know. There wasn't really any. There's really no love interests and
0: that are alive anymore. I know. Now that you know Michelle and Hubble, you know, it's over. I guess <laughs> their short lived romance.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And then yeah, we haven't seen any. We've only seen the four girls who are teens. We haven't seen any love interests for them. And Fanny. I mean, Fanny's single. Maybe there's a love interest somewhere. I don't know.
1: True. True. I do know that Sasha dates someone. Okay. She dates, like, a bad boy.
0: Oh, of course.
1: But that's all I remember. Of course, a
0: bad boy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then I remember at some point, like, Sasha's parents like move or something, and she doesn't want to move out of paradise, so she, like, rents the, her parents rent her an apartment. Right? So she just, like, lives alone as a wow. teacher. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh.
1: Which I feel like isn't legal. Like, you would need, like, a guardian. Like, they would need to give her, like, a guardian or something. <laughs> but.
0: I don't know. Yeah.
1: I don't know, man. But, yeah. That's all I remember, really. Uh, I feel like Michelle probably ends up with someone Could not tell you who. I do not remember. But
0: I guess I can't give her a love interest too soon. Well,
1: that's it for this week. If you like our podcast, give us five stars on Spotify and leave us a review. You can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And you can follow us on Instagram at Not Another Teen Drama. Next week, we'll be watching Jane by Design. Thanks for listening. Bye.